This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. Welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you again today. And if you've been tuning in to some of our recent shows and podcasts, it's all about what's happening in the industry right now. And there was a, a tremendous run-up on the lumber and framing side of things this year. And we've seen kind of a tremendous uh, decrease in pricing over the last month or so as it relates to futures. And so that's having an impact on our industry. A couple weeks ago, we had Derek Vancouvering, who's the product line manager for Zealand Lumber and Supply and Standard Supply on roofing and siding. And so we took a, a bit of a, of a walk down that lane and, and talked with you about what's happening in the roofing and siding world. If you missed that show, I welcome you to go to whtc.com, check out the podcast, a wealth of information on that show. Today is no difference. We've got Rock Potterack. He's the product line manager for Millwork for Zealand Lumber and Standard. And Rock, welcome to the show. I am so glad that you took a few minutes away to join us. Oh, thanks, Mark. I appreciate you giving me the time. So here's where we're going today. We're going to talk at length about the interior product category, and specifically, we'll spend most of our time on interior doors. You know, interior doors are sometimes overlooked, but they are an amazing aspect of a home and can really make the difference. We're going to dive into that with Rock in just a few short minutes. But before we do so, next week we plan to have John Colley back, and he's going to give us some of the latest State of the Union on the forest product side, as we've alluded to in the past. Pricing has has certainly decreased. But what does that mean to you if you're a professional builder, if you're a remodeler, even a homeowner? How does that impact your projects here, not only short-term, but long-term? So, be sure to join us again next week for that. Hey, Rock, let's get after it a little bit. You know, so much of our conversation with experts like yourself are, you know, what has been going on here in 2020? Like, give us a, a bit of a rundown of the last six months as it relates to the State of the Union with availability and maybe some general pricing con- con- conditions as it relates to doors. Sure thing. Well, it's definitely been uh, been crazy. I know everybody's been kind of going going to that term, um, but it has been a little bit, um, I guess, unprecedented. But, yeah, we are dealing with um, a situation where we had a issue with supply for quite a while. But it does seem like, Mark, that we are coming out of that, um, and things are looking a little bit better right now from the supply standpoint. Um, now, you're mentioning that, uh, yeah, we are, we are dropping a little bit in lumber, but that hasn't necessarily been the case in interior doors. Uh, trim not as much, but interior doors has increased in their their pricing um, quite a bit um, in the past year to year and a half. So it has a little bit to do with the fact that I think that uh, we were having a hard time getting 
supply on the product. And uh, now it seems like uh, we're trying to ramp up the labor in these manufacturing facilities, and that's been difficult, and thus the uh, pricing has gone up a little bit. Yeah, and it's all about managing expectations, so I'm glad that you shared that. If you are a professional, a remodeler, or a homeowner, any one of those, you know, the, the reality of it is, Lumber has gone down, but it seems like everything else has gone up. So if you're saying, hey, home pricing should be going down, that's just not the case. Again, managing expectations. If, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the At Home Show, we've got Mark Vandenbosch alongside Rock Potterack here, and we're spending some time in millwork and specifically in the interior door category. You know, you've seen some relief of late and as it relates to supply. Rock, maybe share with us a bit of the the main manufacturer that that you work with, and, and then maybe we can unpack some of the door styles that are trending here in 2021. Certainly. Yeah. So primarily, um, we're still dealing with a, a market that's heavy into molded hardboard doors. The main two uh, suppliers of molded hardboard doors are Jeldwin and Masonite. We do the majority of our business through Jeldwin, and they both both companies, Jeldwin and Mason, have done a good job of mimicking some of the uh, style and rail styles that have been uh, pretty pretty popular for the last five years. Um, they've started to catch up a little bit, and flat panel is the, the big big uh, rage right now. Everybody wants a flat panel door. It seems like so. Jeldwin's come up with, along with Mason, a way to do that in uh, a molded hardboard door, not only in solid core, but also in hollow core. So they've got essentially four main panel profiles that reflect that flat panel look. And they have a one panel, which is their Madison, available both in hollow and solid core, like I mentioned before, a two panel in the Monroe, a three panel Burkdale, which is a three panel stack all three panels on top of each other. Then they also have a three-panel Craftsman, which uh, was the leader in the flat panel um, designs at first um, and had a lot of traction. But now it seems like uh, more of the two and the one panel are, are starting to gain some ground. Yeah, that one panel is a really good look, and we've had a lot of momentum here over the last several months with it. Now, if somebody wanted to go to the website, is it basically kind of just type in Jeldwin and do a Google search? Any, any in, insight on that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, easily uh, accessible through Jeldwin's website. They have, if, if you were to go to their interior doors and then to their molded hardboard doors, uh, you, would, you would quickly find all of the different designs that they've got. They do also have a large selection of, raised panel doors, which are the, the more traditional doors that they had been providing for years. And the six panel is still pretty strong, where um, the two panel has, has really gained, gained some ground, um, also from a raised panel perspective. So from a, from a popularity standpoint, uh, the two panel raised is probably the most popular door that's used in the raised panel. But like I mentioned earlier, um, for a little bit more money, people are jumping into that, that flat panel look. Yeah, you mentioned the the molded hard, what, what was your, your terminology, the molded hardwood doors? 
Correct. Molded hardboard doors is it's a manufacturing term for doors that are basically uh, pressed in a gigantic press, and it's a skin that is probably about an eighth inch um, in thickness, and they put them into these presses. They press the panel design into them, and then once the, the skins are pressed, they will be sent to the manufacturing facility, and that's where they are, uh, in their terms, laid up, meaning that they will they will construct them with the edges, and if it's hollow core, they'll they'll fill them with some form of cardboard. If it's solid core, it's a it's a particle it's a particle board filler. I imagine that's the from a value perspective. That's probably the the door that brings the most value from an investment perspective, and and is maybe the most prevalent door that that you sell. That's exactly correct. Um, the the molded hardboard door is still the the king of uh, the supply uh, in terms of doors, whether they be in a um, you know two hundred thousand dollar house or all the way up into we still see them used in in five six seven hundred thousand dollar houses too. Uh, the next step after that would be what <clears throat> what we would call a style and rail door, which would be the next step up in terms of um, I guess uh, your price point. Right, and then above that would be what would you say the solid core door? I'm sorry, the solid core door actually is is a step in between a style and rail door and a hollow core door. Um, so yeah, sorry for any confusion on that. Yeah, no worries at all. I, I think that bears just kind of may, maybe repeating as as far as from a value perspective, you you go kind of in a three step approach, maybe just. If you can repeat that a minute here before we go to the break, Rock, that would be great. Sure thing. Yeah, the the in terms of value, the least expensive option is your hollow core door. Um, and when it comes down to the selections, the raised panel, whether it be in the hollow core or the solid core, is actually a little less expensive than a flat panel option. Now, once we get out of the hollow core and move into the the next step in terms of price point, it would be a molded hardboard door, but in the solid core um, in terms of construction. After solid core, we would move into a style and rail door, which is a door that is constructed out of uh, the, the top rails, the side rails, and the panels individually, and then all constructed together at a manufacturing facility. Yeah, that's spot on. And we're going to go to a break. Before we do that, I encourage you to just jump on the Geldwin website, check out the interior doors to give you a bit of a picture of what Rock is sharing with us. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about door systems and some other trends that are important in today's marketplace. Stay with us on the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Welcome back to the At Home Show. So glad you've joined us today. We've got a lot of information as it relates to millwork and millwork in our industry. It's a fantastic product category. And we've got Rock Potterack, who's the product line manager for millwork for Zealand. 
and standard and and just some great information in in segment one rock let's kind of turn our attention to some more trends as it relates to to doors and you know for so long door heights were six foot eight and that's what you got and and there wasn't a lot of deviation from that with some of the the increase in, in house size maybe height of of rooms in the complexity of homes and the modern home kind of look are you seeing anything as it relates to taller doors being used inside homes we sure do it and uh, there actually are three main door heights that um, that the door manufacturers will will go to the six foot eight by far is the most common and I would say that that probably represents a good eighty percent of of all door heights in in most residential pro- projects. There is a seven foot option. Um, that's uh, an option that we do see a little bit on the commercial end, um, not necessarily as much in the residential end. And unfortunately, it's one of those options that has become somewhat of a COVID casualty because they're. There just wasn't as much use in the residential end, so now manufacturing just isn't putting that much into the seven-foot height. Uh, but we do see a jump to the eight-foot height quite frequently in residential projects. Um, it's a way for um, home builders to try to gain a little bit of a wow effect by going with some taller doors, and you can actually do them in a hollow core door, so you you won't necessarily be breaking the bank. Yeah. When would, as you say, that hollow core, when would you make a decision to maybe jump from a hollow core to a solid core? And are there any instances where you've seen where builders maybe have mixed them on a in a home in different areas? Definitely, yeah. So a hollow core door, um, not only because of its price point, um, is is beneficial but it also can be beneficial or i'm sorry the solid core door can be beneficial from the perspective of maybe blocking out some more sound so a lot of times uh, builders may choose to go with their hollow core doors if if they're looking to save a little bit not go solid core throughout the whole project they will go and put hollow core doors in their closets pantries and areas where you don't necessarily need sound deadening but then go to a solid corridor in their bedrooms and bathrooms where they might want to uh, to block a little bit of the, the kids running around and uh, screaming throughout the house. Yeah, that makes complete sense, and it, it's a it's an interesting maybe conversation that's not always had, and and that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to to bring that up. Now, when you talk about interior doors, and so much of our conversation today has been around just the door slab itself. But the pre-hanging and the pre-hung unit are what most builders receive these doors as. You know, what about the components? Are there some challenges on the supply of the components? I mean, truly, an interior door that you're buying, you're buying a full system, if you will, with jams and hinges and, and stop. That's correct, yes. Uh, that's a good point. Um, we've been talking mainly about the this, this slab that gets all the attention. That's where all of the... Uh, the design work is done for the most part, but yeah, that slab has to be uh, pre-hung into jams, which um, are affixed to that door through the hinges, and 
Um, from the jam perspective, yeah, there has been some some challenges um, recently with getting uh, supply on jams. Every everything for the most part has been been paint grade. And again, that's the majority of what we're supplying to to our builders are paint grade doors, and paint grade jams go along with them. And that's a finger joint prime product, and because it's it's manufactured uh, offshore for the most part, there have been some challenges with getting that through uh, through the, the COVID crisis. Um, we did just recently have a situation, even this week, where we were having some trouble getting in some stop. It seems like some of the smaller profiles of, of moldings and the stop being what, what stops the door from, uh, from completely coming through the jam itself, well, that that piece has been a little more difficult to get itself also. So we have had some challenges, Mark, on that end of things. And uh, um, we didn't mention it per, per se, but, uh, you know, down at Standard Lumber, we have a door shop that hangs, you know, 100, 150 doors a day. And we are constantly uh, having to keep that thing supplied. And, and unfortunately, right now, it's been a little bit tougher. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that. I would be remiss not bringing up that manufacturing capability. It's something that we do with roof trusses, floor trusses, and wall panels and and have the opportunity to, to really control the quality throughout the entire process by hanging our own doors. As it relates to doorstop, and I want to just I'm going to bring this up and then we can talk a little bit of uh, you know more about the door slabs themselves, species, and that kind of thing. But the doorstop, I mean, historically, many of our listeners are probably familiar with the term colonial slot stop, where it's basically a, a small piece of trim that is square on the face, but then at the top of it, it's got a little bit of an arch to it. Are we seeing a trend away from that to a different type of, of stop rock? Definitely. We, we are, are primarily doing a round edge stop on almost... All of our doors now, Colonial seems to be somewhat of a thing of the of the past, at least in on the west side. Um, the east side, it's a little more prevalent in terms of uh, the state of Michigan. Uh, it's kind of interesting how how geographics can can affect the uh, design. But we have uh, we have kind of followed suit with the door stop on a door. It, it follows suit with what kind of casing is being put around that door, and. Uh, it's a good segue into some of the different um, trends in, in trim work right now. They're actually very custom, very modern, where you're seeing a lot of MDF product, and it's just a simple eased edge on both sides of the of the casing, and then the base would be uh, a similar type of, of look to it where they have a single eased edge to it. Um, there, there really is a movement towards that and away from the colonial look. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, as it relates to finishing of doors and molding, so much of what we're seeing out there is painted moldings. Are you seeing anything as it relates to wood doors that are getting stained, or is that, again, trending kind of away from that kind of a of a look? If, if we do see, it's kind of interesting, if we do see a wood door, a lot of them are are actually painted wood doors. Um, so we, we are seeing 90 to 95% of the doors that we uh, that we see coming through our shop are going to be a paint grade door. Whether they're the molded hardboard doors that are, you know, come naturally primed to us like we've been talking about, um, or we will get a 
true style and rail door, but generally speaking, that will be a prime door, whether it be you know constructed out of MDF uh, or some other form of a finger joint material. Everything seems to be going in the direction of a paint grade. Now, every once in a while, we'll get some projects that are bigger projects that will move into, say, like a older, or, or we do have some that will go to, say, a white oak, which seems to be pretty strong right now if someone is going with this with a stain option. Uh, but if they're doing that, they're going with a specialty grain cut, like a rift cut white oak or a on white oak. Um, we do see a little bit in terms of knotty pine and alder, uh, primarily into cabins, hunting lodges, et cetera. Yeah. As, it re- as we kind of land the plane here on our show, we didn't talk specifically with our listeners as far as lead times are concerned. But being as you manufacture, in essence, pre-hang doors in Grand Rapids, how long? If you placed an order for a full house package of doors, how long is it going to take to actually receive those doors? So that'll depend a little bit on if it's a product that is stocked in our warehouse or if it's something that we need to bring into the warehouse from either a manufacturer or from one of our two-step distributors. If it's a product that we stock in our warehouse, we can generally turn that around within one to two weeks. Um, it depends on where we're at from a protection, production standpoint. But that's that's a general rule of thumb. When it comes down to anything that has to come from a two-stepper, we have the added uh, lead time of the, the time it takes from, from them to get from them to us. And that generally can be anywhere from three three days to a week. So we would be looking at around probably two to three weeks for those types yeah. of doors. Yeah, so we're not talking months. Hey, Rock, some great information today. Appreciate you joining us on the show. Before we go, maybe share the Geldwin website with everybody. Sure thing. So the website that we've been uh, plugging here is uh, com. Excellent. Hey, thanks. Have a great weekend, Rock. And hey, hey, thanks everyone for tuning in each and every week on the At Home Show. Have a great one, everybody. The At Home Show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build, trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.